Good scripture reading supports good preaching. Hi, thanks for joining us at the Preaching Points podcast, a weekly podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary that's designed to help preachers improve their preaching. I'm your host, Brian Hedinga. And this week, Drs. Jeffrey Arthurs, Pablo Jimenez, and Scott Gibson are going to explain how good scripture reading supports good preaching. The old preacher and homiletician Sangster said that it's a great pity that the book is so often poorly read. (laughs) The book, the Bible, talking about public scripture reading. He said, but when it's well read, it can do what sermons often fail to do, and that is be the very voice of God to the soul. And so we want to focus this issue of preaching points on this idea, good scripture reading supports good preaching. Your thoughts, Pablo, Scott? I can't agree with that statement more, especially as Sangster supports it, in that if we read the scripture well, it's going to pick up the nuances and the cadence and the mood that we want to convey through the sermon itself. That field of communication studies is called oral interpretation. And it's a good term. It's the right term because we are orally interpreting. We don't make up the message. It's already in black and white on the page. And we simply interpret with our voices, our hands, our nonverbal communication, what is already delivered to us. I'm concerned not only with the way in which people read the scripture, but also with the absence of scripture reading in many sermons. When you go to Latino churches, many of them have opted for a contemporary approach to worship, where you sing, 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 maybe have a couple of prayers, and then you have the sermon. Don't forget the announcements. (laughs) (laughs) And the announcements uh, usually take more time than the public reading of scripture. So when I was a pastor in Puerto Rico, we opened a traditional service at 8 o'clock, and given that many of the elderly people chose to attend that service, we had four Bible readings because we were following the lectionary, although that's not part of my tradition. And they were very appreciative because many of them have problems reading. It's ironic that those churches, that we, our circle of churches, which have a high view of Scripture, seem to have a correspondingly uh, low practice of uh, scripture reading, public uh, reading. And I think that that is horrible because people are not hearing the word. People are not hearing the word. And not only that, I have done dynamics where I just read the text followed by silence. And some people can't stand it because they are used to constant feedback and constant noise. And the idea of hearing something and meditating on it is a lost art. How about the idea itself that good scripture reading supports? In what way does it support good preaching? Well, it helps the listeners to hear the text in a way that helps them to feel the text. Good, good. The emotional content. Mm -hmm. It gives you a running start into the sermon, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? They're Mm -hmm. already primed, already understand, already uh, identifying with the mood of the text. Well, I think it's even more than that. When you are reading aloud Scripture, you're already interpreting Scripture. So that's your first interpretation. 
So if you go to Luke 5, 1, 11, where Jesus is calling disciples and he tells Peter to go back to the water. And Peter says, Master, we have worked all, hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When you read aloud, you have to make a decision. Is he saying this with faith? Is he saying this with doubt? Resignation. If he's saying that with resignation, complaint, (laughs) uh, with violence. If you say so. I'm going to show you that you're wrong. So just reading aloud means that you have some sort of hunch, uh, to use Ricoeur's uh, concept, of what does it mean, the text, even before you're doing the exegesis. It is indeed oral interpretation, especially on narratives, which tend to not give us a lot of details. We have to make decisions. All right, thank you, and may our listeners and may the three of us uh, increase the quantity and the quality of our own public reading because good scripture reading supports good preaching. And that is this week's Preaching Points podcast with Dr. Jeffrey Arthurs, Pablo Jimenez, and Scott Gibson. Thanks for listening to this weekly podcast from the Haddon W. Robinson Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Now we have our biennial preaching conference that's coming up in September, September 6 and 7, 2018. Early registration is available at NPC for National Preaching Conference, npc2018.eventbrite.com. We hope you can join us as we have renowned guest speakers Ravi Zacharias, Mark Deaver, Mary Hulst, Jared Alcantara, Afshin Ziafat, Calvin Wusung Choi, and Mark Farnham. That's this year's National Preaching Conference, September 6 and 7. I'm Brian Hedinga. Thanks for listening. Look forward to having you join us for the next episode of Preaching Points. Preaching Points.